Yeah, I, I think we all know that what you say about or what you put in about Eli makes you feel pretty confident uh, confident about Peyton. I'm just just making sure, just wondering exactly why the uh, crystal ball dropped for Eli today. Which, by the way, do, does this OU staff do they have a bunch of BOGO coupons for all of the guys <laughs> that they get committed? Because it's like uh, they go to the register, Parker, and they're ready to check out with the uh, five-star safety. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got a BOGO coupon. We, we get the younger brother who's a four-star, too. We get that one. Oh, we're getting the transfer from uh, Indiana. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we have a coupon for that. We got a coupon for that. We get the four-star little brother, too, who's a safety. It just feels like everyone that they're getting right now, they're getting, like, the younger brother who's a four-star and a pretty good player, too, well, think which about is a like, great recruiting strategy. Oh, yeah, has me. not had a whole lot of fortune recruiting brothers in years past, whether it was the Hazes or the Shetrons or who else was there? Uh, the Woods brothers. Um, the Lockett brothers are a different situation. That's, you know, kind of back in the day. But, yeah, it, it feels that way, sure. Uh, the Knight Brothers. They got the Knight Brothers, though. Uh, via the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Jeff in DFW says, so you're not going to be hosting Peyton Bowen Day today. Glad to see we've learned from our David Hicks mistake. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else yeah. said, Parker, you were the reason Sooner Nation was overconfident about Hicks. You won't hurt us again. Hashtag Oregon bound. Uh, let's see. Brian and Tulsa said, as a Philly fan, sorry, Tyler. Boo! Could Norman be the new city of brotherly love? Bowens, McCullough's. Ooh, this could be the uh, college football capital of uh, the city of brotherly love. Yes. You cannot enroll here, Parker, unless you have a little brother that's a three-star or above. That's the new rule. (laughs) Only bros. Only bros. Um, (laughs) Peyton said... Also, Parker, I saw your burner that's reporting great houses flipping as well. Oh, nice. There was some random Twitter account uh, under the moniker Horses Against AIDS <laughs> that put out a tweet that said, according to a very reliable source, Jaden Greathouse is flipping to Horses Oklahoma with against AIDS. Bowen. That's a cause that I think that we can all get behind, right? I, You're I looking to agree. donate to someone this holiday season. Uh, Horses Against AIDS is a, is a great place to consider this holiday season to uh, send some dollars in. God. Uh, was it at Horses Against AIDS, or that was just like their actual like profile name? I'm dying to know. I need to look more into this, please. Uh-huh. The, the enigma of Horses Against AIDS will no doubt be a topic of conversation as we get closer and closer to National Signing Day, as much so as any other individual recruit. Um, Somebody asked, are you worried about the in-home with Freeman still taking place? No. No. I could not be less worried about Notre Dame. The in-home, is that still uh, scheduled to take place between Notre Dame and Peyton Bowen? I mean, is that is that still a thing? It was off the table, and now apparently it's back on the table. But OU still has last at bat on OU that one, does right? have the last at bat, and I would tend to imagine they will cash it in. Yeah, I would think so too. I am not worried. Having last at bat in this spot is uh is right where you want to be. Just like in baseball. You want to be the home team, right? You want to get last at bat? Well, same same thing here. You get last at bat, you're the home team with Peyton Bowen. Uh Shane in Newcastle says if Bowen flips to Oregon, I'm gonna eat an entire roll of tinfoil. Uh, I'll be right there with you, by the way. Uh somebody said, How about the Hicks and Vosick crystal balls? Look. I'll acknowledge the miss on DJ Hicks, but are we so quickly going to forget and ignore the fact that Colton Vosick was committed to Oklahoma for three months? That happened, right? 
Uh, yes, that did happen. Okay. Brazilian Sooner sure. is OU not the king of having little brothers. <laughs> I, I see what you mean there. Yes, in more ways than one, Brazilian Sooner, OU has little brothers. On Very the topic nice. of familial connections, uh, many are chiming in about Idris Farouk, three-star 2024 defensive back yes. that just picked up an offer from Oklahoma. That is not Jalil's brother. That is Jalil's cousin. But yes, there is a connection there. And it is a connection that is going to be substantial in that recruitment moving forward for OU. Besides little bro Eli, does a Peyton Bowen commitment affect any other high-value target interest in OU? No one really comes to uh, mind no. here. Yeah, I mean, little bro, I, I, t- I think Peyton Bowen coming to OU could help solidify land inside. I was just Oklahoma. about to say that one. I mean, that could be three Denton Geyer teammates that could eventually play at OU, and he's still committed to Incarnate Word, correct? That is correct so for I, the moment. No, I, I don't think anyone would call land sides a high-profile commitment, but that would be a guy that you would take as a preferred walk-on in, in a heartbeat. You, you would take that for sure. Not an immediate impact guy, but someone down the road that if he develops well, then sure, he could be a player for you at some point. Uh, OU Twitter's having fun today. Uh, Horses Against AIDS is certainly having fun. I don't know whether he belongs to OU Twitter or not. Uh, Peyton said it would cement the Denton pipeline to Norman. Yeah, it really would. Uh, Another listener asks, this is from the 918. This listener says, sounds like we are backing off T's. With the in-home not happening, why are we not going after more Oklahoma kids? Didn't BV preach that? Okay, I'm just going to – let me be honest for a second. Okay. We haven't been honest up to this point. Now it's time to get honest. Parker, get honest with us. Well, I, I shouldn't say – let me be brutally honest for a second. I think it's very unfortunate how Oklahoma has handled the Mike and T's recruitment. Because, yeah, uh, apparently – they didn't do an in-home with Mike Atiz, and now he's visiting Texas A&M this week. Ooh, yikes, man. So, hmm. it's been, the last they three weeks with players. that kid, it's been snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Are they taking him? Are they not taking him? Do they want him? Do they not want him? Are they prioritizing him? Are they not prioritizing him? And now at the end of it all, it looks like Mike Atiz might not end up in this class after all. He when may- 24 hours ago, if you'd asked me, I'd have said absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, it's like they can't make up their mind on him, and it's unfathomable to me because this is a kid – that has always wanted to be a Sooner. As long as you demonstrate that you want him, he is going to be in your class. And you know what? If you don't want him, quit playing Ring Around the Rosie with him. Quit stringing him along. Quit being Geico commercial guy with the dollar bill on the fish hook. <laughs> Seriously. I, yeah, I mean, maybe they're just going to end up getting Chance Fitzgerald, and they're good with that. What, three-star wide receiver out of Nolensville, Tennessee? I think they offered him on Monday of this week, so... Yeah, maybe that's what's going to happen here. I have no idea, man. Uh, by the way, 918, uh, another text coming in. Via the reliable source on Twitter, Camels Against Cancer, David Hicks will flip to Oklahoma. Good. Camels Against Cancer. Again, there's another organization if you're looking to donate to this holiday season. Please consider Camels to Cancer. That's kind of an oxymoron, though. Don't camels cause cancer? Probably. Uh, camel cigarettes do, exactly. of course. That's, that's where I was going. Uh, here we go. Uh, the latest from the Notre Dame message board sites, you know, because they've been just saying such nice things recently. Rumor on Twitter is $2 million offered by Oregon, and OU is willing to match. This is 100% coming down to NIL, and Notre Dame simply won't play that game. So, Notre Dame now is saying, ah, 
it's all NIL with Oregon and OU, and that's the only reason Peyton Bowen is uh, picking those two schools over our uh, prestigious program, which uh, that's been uh, basically refuted on uh, social media since then. It's not true. I, I don't know what uh, the two schools are offering NIL-wise, but uh, the decision's not going to be made because of NIL. I mean, that's, that's a joke. No, and NIL will be part of it. It is part of it for Peyton Bowen. But the decision isn't going to be heavily predicated on NIL. Uh, somebody on the text line said, <laughs> don't forget Sooners against Longhorns. Yeah, another Never. great one, too. Uh, uh, yes. Somebody, somebody said, good gracious, Tease obviously just doesn't have what our coaches want in a wide receiver. If that's the case, that's fine. Don't string the kid along. Notre Dame is so bad they had to make up a story about uh, losing Bowen because of the bag. Yeah, they are not handling this well. And what I said yesterday, I think it's proven to be true here, how good a player is, uh, you can kind of equate that to how psychotic he makes a fan base. And maybe, maybe Notre Dame fans are more psycho than I realize, but this is the uh, most psychotic I've seen the Notre Dame fan base in my lifetime. Peyton Bowen must be really good if he's making the Notre Dame fan base act like this. Jeez, they are losing their mind. And it gets worse every single day. He has broken the domers. First they said his girlfriend wasn't cute, and now they're making up things <laughs> about NIL. These people are losing it. They really need help. They really need help. They need a good holiday season is what they need. Uh, they're not going to get a five-star safety in, the, in this recruiting yeah. class, or at least it didn't feel that way. I tell you what, with, with the way some of those folks are posting, there are going to be a few extra years of purgatory that get doled out as Man, a result of yeah. what goes on. Why don't you go post that on uh, <laughs> irishillustrated.com and see how that goes over. Yeah, that'll oh, work boy. out well for you. 405-651-3439 is the Air Coverage Solutions text line. More Peyton Bowen, more Cruton, more Portal on the other side. Keep it locked on the ref. Locked in with McComas and Thune right here on The Ref. This is the official song of irishillustrated.com. Ain't no rest for the wicked. The Ref Army is listening nationwide today, including Osaka, Japan. San Diego, California is tuned in today. Perry, Georgia tuned in. Jonesboro, Arkansas is listening in via the Ref app. Henderson, Texas. Highland, Indiana, they're doing the same. Small Oklahoma town of the day. Canton, Oklahoma up in the uh, northwest portion of the state. Just download uh, or go, search in the App Store, K-R-E-F, for our free Ref app. And, hey, maybe you're listening on another app. I promise you, the official Ref app, it's the best way to listen. K-R-E-F, you can get our free uh, app in the App Store that way. On the text line, is Dante's Seven Circles of Hell simply Notre Dame message boards? Uh, yes, I read that. Oklahoma Johnny said, maybe we need to create Sooners against fairy tale creatures with two clover. The worst layer of hell uh, is is those Notre Dame fans saying that Peyton Bowen's girlfriend is ugly. That's that's weird. The other one, the, the sixth layer, Parker, is the it, making up rumors about uh, the NIL thing with uh, Peyton Bowen. Oregon and OU. I mean, that's just common practice across message boards, Tyler, right? Because here's the thing. When a kid commits to your school, it's about the relationships. It's about the devotion. It's about the environment. It's about the opportunity. But when a kid commits elsewhere, he took a bag. 
I'm disappointed because when Notre Dame fans came to Norman in 2012, they seemed very nice. That's obviously not the case. I'll say that you can't necessarily judge a team's fan base based off of the message boards. Because if you were to do that, if you were to judge every team's fans, like how nice they are based on message board posts, then every fans would seem like uh, Texas Tech fans, essentially. So that's not always the right way to go about things. Notre Dame fans, I'm sure, are for the most part nice, except the ones that live on the internet. Uh, Parker, percentage chance for OU and Oregon for Bowen on the Air Comfort Solutions tax line. I would say OU 90%, Oregon 10%. And the 10% is because of the, the money bag. factor. Yeah. 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 Is it 10%? I wouldn't totally discount. So if but you – like, okay, who which, – which school's moving forward? If OU is in a one-on-one battle for a kid, are we always going to give 10% to because of the bag? Oregon's there. Uh, A&M. A&M's there. Miami. Miami is there. Florida. Florida's there. Tennessee. Is Tennessee there? No, Tennessee's not there yet. Okay. Actually, you know what? Yes, Tennessee is there. I take right. it back. I rescind my statement. Tennessee is there. And that's probably about Texas, it. Texas, yay or nay? Nay. Okay. Not yet. So the, an extra 10% will be added uh, for Oregon, for Miami, for A&M, uh, for Tennessee. So that's... That's how we're going to be approaching that one moving forward. And, hey, depending on what happens in the next calendar year or in the next 365 days, I should say, more teams can be added to that uh, conversation. More teams can be, uh, you know, start to get in on the NIL game a little bit more. By the way, I ran the uh, class calculator just to make sure. And, yes, if OU gets Peyton Bowen, they will rise from – they were number eight. When the day started, I believe they're the number seven overall class right now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I'll huh. have to How go back happen? and check that. I don't know. They they hop back in front of Miami. I'm not sure what happened there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. OU would be the number three overall class with Peyton Bowen. That's that's really all you need to know. And that's with Peyton Bowen, and that's not counting to Celia Kana if they get him down the stretch, which really made me wonder, man, because CBS had the story today Five college football teams that can make uh, noise in the early signing period. And the five teams that were listed, USC, Ohio State, UCLA, Texas, and Oregon. Uh And I'm saying to myself, where's OU in the mix here? They got a chance to close with a five-star safety and a chance to close with a top 100 player that's an edge and maybe a couple of... OU deserves to be in that five. I, I think te- I think OU's going to end with a higher recruiting class than Texas. They're probably going to end with a higher recruiting class than any of those other schools that were mentioned. Uh, USC, so. yes. Ohio State, chance, probably. absolutely. UCLA, duh. Texas, yes. And Oregon, yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. What's wild to me is that UCLA is like, very seriously in the mix to flip Dante Moore from Oregon. Really? Which, if that wow. happens... Like, and look, is that not Michigan State that's going to flip him? Is, no, are they no, still no, in that? No, Michigan, no, that's not happening. There but was a thought like three weeks ago that Michigan State was going to flip him. It's from wild, man, because Dante Moore's a stud. Like, he's he's a guy that kind of gets forgotten about amidst all the other stud quarterbacks in this class. But Dante Moore can go toe to toe with the best of them, and for a kid like that to be locked into Oregon is not that surprising. But UCLA, man especially with the way they recruit or haven't recruited as of late. 
especially with the sheer discrepancy in fan interest between UCLA and Oregon, that's a flip that ostensibly just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to no, me. No, it doesn't. But there UCLA is, right there in the thick of it. They can pull it off. If they can pull it off, then good on them. But uh, the only thing I can think, like the 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 only pitch that UCLA might have that Oregon does not, because fan base, Oregon's got a better fan base. Facilities, Oregon has better facilities. Oh, and by even, the way, and, and, and those two things are really not even that close. No, like, they're like not. you're saying. Really, like the only thing that UCLA could pitch that Oregon can't, and, and Oregon could pitch it, I guess, but they're not going to. Is UCLA needs a quarterback next year? The only thing I could see is Chip Kelly saying, "Dude, you are QB number one from day one." Yeah, well, exactly. You, I mean, th- this is this is your job. But still, even with that, I'm going to Oregon over UCLA. Are you kidding me? Not. I mean, that ain't, that ain't close. Yeah, I don't know, man. And you know, the big equalizer these days is money. So maybe UCLA has a substantial offer of finance to Dante Moore on the table. But even so, you'd think Oregon would be well-positioned to be able to match or exceed that. So I don't know what to make of that situation. Peyton said on the text line, Dillingham leaving is a big deal, I think. That does make sense, and I'm sure that's a factor. Uh, UCLA can pitch their shopping malls, yes. says somebody on the text line. Yes. Elite shopping, Ask, ask Caleb. Yes, elite shopping. And the ability to have a uh, you know fingernail designer wherever you go. Much like Caleb Williams as well. Do you think he does his own fingernails, or do you think he has a fingernail person, a fingernail guy? That, no, that... He's, he definitely has a guy. Okay. I don't. I don't think his handwriting is that good. I wonder if he gets his nails done on like Friday before the game, or if they need to dry a little bit longer than that, and in case of an early kickoff, if he gets his nail. I wonder when his nail nail day is. That'd be a good question. Why, why does someone who's covering the Cotton Bowl ask Caleb Williams when his nail day is before games? <laughs> Uh, somebody said uh, how would you guys rank the 2023 quarterbacks uh, also somebody else said on the text line I think Dante Moore's NIL and because Oregon doesn't have a conference that is probably also coming into play as well how would you guys rank the 2023 quarterbacks well here's what I would say man to me you have a very clear top tier and it consists of Jackson Arnold Malachi Nelson Nico Yamaleava and Jaden Rashada those four, to me, no arch stand above the rest. Arch is there in the second tier. I think Dante is there in the second tier as well. Uh, Chris Vizina committed to Clemson. He's in the second tier. And then a couple other guys that I would tack on to the end of that are Avery Johnson, who's committed to Kansas State, as well as Lincoln Keenholz, whom I've talked about before, South Dakota kid, just flipped from Washington to Ohio State yesterday. So this is a very deep class of quarterbacks. There are some impressive signal callers. Yeah, um, th- this is really in, in both high school and in the portal. This is a great year to go get a quarterback. You know, I, if you need an elite quarterback, you've got multiple ways that you can do it. You can go via the portal and get one, or you can go with the uh, multiple five star quarterbacks that are in this class. You're right, man. This is a really deep class. Who's the best one? Well, I think we're all partial here to Jackson Arnold, right? And. I became even more impressed with Jackson Arnold this year with what he was able to do with his feet. Because what he did with his arm, that, that didn't shock me. I mean, of course he can throw the ball well. But his dual threat ability, and I feel like he was definitely that this year, a dual threat ability, really impressed me this season. Who's the best? Again, we're probably all partial to Jackson Arnold. 
I think that there's going to be a lot of these kids that have really good college football careers. Now, I'm sure that we're going to see some of these names in the portal in two years' time. That's just the way that college football is. But I won't doubt if several of those names that you just listed go on to have really, really good college football careers because there are a lot of talented quarterbacks here. Somebody asked on the text line, we get a lot of these questions about the rankings. So question, Parker, how is it that a team can have a higher overall ranking than another, but that second team has a higher average? I'm looking at OU and Miami. Miami's average is higher even though they're below OU. Well, the formula values quantity as well as quality. Right, so Oklahoma, I would venture to guess, and I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but the reason you see that discrepancy is because Oklahoma has more commits than Miami does. So Miami may have a higher average. This was the case for Oklahoma in the 2021 class when they only signed 16 guys. It was a very small class, but it was still ranked, I think, top 15 in the nation. Uh, despite the fact that in comparison to all the other classes that surrounded it, it was very, very, very small. So you got to have quality and you got to have quantity to rank highly in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. It, it's a whole bunch of math, the likes of which I do not understand or could explain to you. But essentially, and we went through this yesterday, you click on any player's profile, you go down to the box with their information and click the little I It'll send you to a page that explains everything in great detail much better and more thoroughly than I can. Yeah. By the way, uh, it's OU 8, Miami 7 now in the recruiting room. I don't know what happened earlier, but OU was at 7. I don't know if that was a glitch or what was the case. But all you need to know is you get Peyton Bowen, you're going to be the number three overall class. And you got a real chance here to get two five-star defensive players. You haven't got a five-star defensive player since the 2016 class, which is funny to think about, right? Because your last five-star defensive player, you got who? Caleb Kelly. Over who? Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. forgot about How that. about that? Five-star defensive players. Uh, they haven't, uh, haven't come in bunches here recently, but I guess – Couple of the last couple of guys you've been able to get. From and you know Notre what's Dame. funny is Notre Dame has been trying to flip PJ since oh, I'm sure. a week before he announced, and he's never given them the time of day. 2016. 2016 class, the last five star defensive player you were able to get. I guess it's not that crazy when you see the level of defense that OU's played recently, but man, that's a long time for a program like OU. That's too long of a drought for a program like OU. 405 651 3439. We'll get to more of your texts coming up next right here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Is this the Micah T song now? Is this what this is? Uh, it could be applicable to uh, many players. Locked in. Right here on the ref. Tyler McComas, Parker Thune. Hey, I want to issue a challenge to all the members of the ref army out there. And you got about a day to do it because the bowl games start tomorrow. Our uh, K-Ref Bowl Pick'em Contest Starts tomorrow because that's when the bowl games start. Uh, K-Rep Bowl Pick'em Contest sponsored by the Falls at Brookhaven. Here's what you got to do. Go to the bowl pick'em. 
Uh, we do the confidence. That's the uh, bull pick'em style that we do. Confidence. Go to uh, ESPN. That's where uh, we have our contest every single year. Group name: Unhitch the wagon. Write that down if you need to. Group name: Unhitch the wagon. Password is Sooners with the capital S. So, Unhitch the wagon is the group name. Password is Sooners with a capital S. One, why you need to play. You can go against me. You're probably going to lose. I did my bowl selections earlier today. I got to say, I think that they're pretty good. See if you can beat me. See if you can beat Parker. See if you can beat the rest of the host at the station. But also, the winner of the bowl pick'em will get a portable wireless speaker, $100 uh, interurban gift cards, $100 Pepe Delgado's gift card, a signed copy of Unhitch the Wagon, You'll get some ref gear and uh, maybe a couple other surprises as well. So join us for our K-Ref Bowl Pick'em Contest, which starts tomorrow as the first bowl game gets underway. You're going you're gonna to participate, right? I'll definitely participate. It took me a good 30 minutes to make all my bowl selections today. Really? I, took this ser- I took it seriously, yes. Took it very seriously. So, you gotta, so remind me. You got to pick the winners, and then you got to rank them in order of confidence? In order of confidence, yes. Okay. So the higher, like the... If you like a thirty, if you put it at a thirty-eight confidence level, if you get that one right, we get thirty-eight points. So, the better you feel about a game, the higher that you put it on your confidence scale. Who do you think's playing for the national championship? On that note, I think that Michigan and, and Georgia are playing for the national championship. Really? No surprise for me. Yeah, I like TCU, man. So um, I like Georgia and TCU. Here's I think a- Georgia wins, running away, but. Here's what I said last week. I, I feel like the the TCU-Michigan game could mirror a little bit the 2017 Rose Bowl between OU and Georgia. Ah, TCU races out early. Michigan makes some adjustments. They settle in, get some stops in the second half. That run game really comes around. And though TCU took an early lead, here comes Michigan roaring back in the second half. They end up winning a close game. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Michigan. Michigan and Georgia in the title. We both think that Georgia is going to win it all, though, is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I just – I don't know what it is about Michigan. I'm just not 100% sold on them. And I do think having Blake Corum out is significant. Yeah, Donovan Edwards has – He's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he played yeah. very well against Ohio State. What, um, what impressed me about Michigan is their ability to hit on the big play against Ohio State. Like that that was the big difference. Now they they were the tougher yeah. team on the line of scrimmage, and I know Ohio State's defense is not great, but they their ability to hit on the big play down the field. Like okay, Michigan, all right. I did not kn- I didn't know that you possess that, but okay. I'll I'll take him uh, in a close one against TCU. That should be a fun game. <laughs> uh, somebody just commented on Twitter because I got tagged in this. Crystal ball aggregation post about the crystal ball that I dropped for Eli Bowen. And somebody got in the comments and said, and you can tell, like, it's not somebody trolling. Like, it's somebody actually asking. Somebody goes, is he related to Peyton Bowen? Mm. You could say that. What a surprise. You could say that. Yes. Little brother, Eli Bowen. Parker dropped a crystal ball today for Eli Bowen. Four-star corner in the uh, 2024 class and... I don't know. He's been dropping hints all day long that, OU fan, you could be uh, hearing some good news later on tonight. And if not later on tonight, here in the next couple, uh, couple of days. It's just hard to really believe that we could theoretically be hours away from a decision 
when we've been talking about this for 10 months now. And it's just kind of it's just it's 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 felt like the longest recruiting story that oh my god it just seemed like it's forever so the fact that it could be coming to a final decision it's hard for me to believe that that's actually the case I'm under the assumption Parker that this is somehow going to drag on for another two months of my life I just I I don't want that to happen I need this to be over I need this more than anything in my life just get the Peyton Bowen recruitment over with if he comes to Oklahoma great if he goes to Oregon fine you know what? There will be a meltdown here. I can deal with it. It's nothing we haven't endured before because we all remember the DJ Hicks fiasco. Yeah. But just bring me some sort of resolution. Uh, by the way, on the bowl pick some of you were asking, that's, that's an ESPN uh, platform. Uh, again, Unhitch the Wagon is the group name. And some of you are saying, well, there's two Unhitch the Wagons. Which one should I pick? Well, the one that has the group size close to uh, 500, that, that's us. Not the one with the group size of just seven. We are the, we are the larger group size there. So, uh, yeah, go join that, make your bowl picks, and uh, see if you can beat us. That, that's that's going to be fun. going to be a lot of fun, actually. Is OU pursuing the number one running back in the transfer portal, LJ Johnson? Uh, I don't know if pursuing is the right word. They are maintaining contact. If you made me guess whether L.J. Johnson ends up a Sooner or not, I would say no, and I just don't think there's a need for him right now heading into next year. I think you have too many scholarships allocated to running backs at this point. You would have six scholarship backs. Unless you wanted to process Marcus Major. Because you'd have Gavin Sawchuk, you'd have Javante Barnes. You're not processing either of those guys. No, no chance. Uh, you got Caleb Hicks and Dalen Smothers coming in. Major is your fifth scholarship back at that point. So unless you're willing to give him the boot, kick Marcus Major to the curb, doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my mind to go after L.J. Johnson. Six scholarship running backs is a lot. Yeah. And this team has glaring needs elsewhere. Um, not not with running backs, just other positions, just kind of a random thought because you, you mentioned processing here, is you know there there's some positions right now where they're going to be very thin for the bowl game. And we haven't talked a whole lot about that, but with the amount of players that have left the team so far via the portal, now and I and I think a lot of those guys they were never going to see a ton of snaps here. I think that that was pretty obvious, right? But the situation it puts you in is that with the bowl opt outs and those guys in the portal, you're pretty thin at some spots. I wonder if we see any other additional guys enter into the portal after the bowl game just because, you know, maybe there's a situation where they were asked to stay for the bowl game because the numbers are so tight Uh at certain spots. There will be a second wave. It won't be as big of a wave, but there will be a second wave, I do believe. Um, Somebody on the text line said, Parker, what is your level of confidence in Parker Thune joining the Notre Dame 24-7 staff? Apparently, there's this account on Twitter that has photoshopped me into a Notre Dame T-shirt. I did well. Like, Photoshop on Photoshop is a loosely light, applied. Yeah. Term. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But they're all like, bring Parker Thune to South Bend to cover recruiting for Notre. Dame. Uh, listen, here's what I will say. I'll put the odds at ten percent because in the NIL era, as we were talking about with Peyton Bowen, anytime there's anything money involved, anything can happen. Anything so, can happen. If there's two million bucks. On the table for me to go to South Bend, I'm sorry. It's going to be real hard to say no to. 
Peyton Bowen will reclass to 2024 somehow. LOL. I <laughs> That's Hope funny. my eyeballs out. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I guess the staff did an in-home with uh, Macari Vickers today. And a great job by the staff on that one, man. State of Florida kid, 6-6 six and six season, top 100 player, right? Highly sought after. Their ability to keep him on board after everything was going really bad. And you know how NIL is playing a factor for teams in the state of Florida right now, keeping a hold of... We don't talk a whole lot about Macari Vickers for whatever reason, but he's a guy that you can point at and say, man, even with all the crap that happened during the season, this staff did a really good job of keeping guys like that on board. And it feels like that's definitely going to be the case, and he's probably going to sign here in six days. Yeah, Macari was locked in from the jump. That was never a guy that you needed to worry about. And kind of like Dalen Smothers... He was somebody that was very vocal on social media about how dialed in he was with OU. Just kind of because he realized that questions were naturally going to arise as OU continued to scuffle. But uh, both Macari and his dad, man, you never really questioned their commitment to Oklahoma. Uh, one more national bit of recruiting. JV and Toviano commits to LSU. Remember him? Oh, he I made him. He made the visit for the OU-Texas game uh-huh. in Dallas, and we were like, hey, can something happen here? We'll see. Yeah. Monday after OU-Texas, we're like, Yeah. Yeah, that one ain't going to happen. And uh, he goes to LSU. Which, he shut down his, he announced like two months ago, hey, I've shut down my recruitment, I'm sticking with LSU. And now that he now he commits to LSU, I don't know, that, that, was, a, that was a weird uh, recruitment. No, you're thinking of Ryan Yates. Oh, you're Ryan Yates you're is what I'm of thinking Ryan of. Yates. That's, yeah. that's right, yes. Yes, I was thinking like two months ago he told us that his recruiting was shut down. What's going on here? JV and Toviano, though, commits to LSU. That's a, that's a pretty good get by the Tigers. All right, one final segment coming up next right here on Locked In. We'll close it up next. Here's a headline for you. Via Outkick. Ohio State is apparently struggling when it comes to offering the same kind of NIL cash as other powerhouse teams. I did not know that uh, Ohio State was struggling in the NIL. Well, I wouldn't have guessed that because they're in the college football playoff. So, Hmm. their struggles are (laughs) first world struggles. Yeah, I think they're doing just fine. Well, they can't beat Michigan right now. They got to get a little tougher in the interior but yeah, how did Jim Ohio Harbaugh right. how did Jim Harbaugh go from completely unable to break through against Ohio State to just wiping the floor with them two straight years uh I don't know man but he well it he he had he had built his football team for a while to beat a team like Ohio State but once Urban Meyer left man I don't know if the uh if the toughness of that program left a little with him but they hired Jim Knowles for the reason to not get beat by Michigan like they did two years ago, and they got beat probably the exact same, maybe worse by Michigan this year. So yeah, Ohio State's in a they're in a little bit of a jam right now. They need to figure it out. Samson Okanlola, or Pancake Honcho, as some people like to say, will be uh, making his selection later on today, I believe, at four p.m. How I, how many prospects have I said this about? on the eve of their commitment, or in the aftermath. Two weeks ago, I would have said they were going Florida, but they're going to end up a hurricane. Well, it's like we said a few weeks ago, Florida and Miami is probably the 
hottest rivalry going on in recruiting right now? Well, second behind OU and Notre Dame, of course. It's OU an and Notre absolute Dame. slugfest between Florida and Miami on the recruiting trail, and it looks like Miami's going to get the better of UF on this one, just as they did with Cormani McLean. So there's another five-star win for the Hurricanes, who are, dare I say, spending boatloads of money to secure these recruiting wins. Text line says, I find that extremely hard to believe. I'm originally from Ohio and know that they have extremely wealthy donors across the state. Yeah, I don't, I don't really believe it. Now, if you want to say Ohio State isn't spending as much in NIL as A&M or Miami, like, oh, okay, like I can get around to that idea. But I can't get to the idea that Ohio State is working, you know, working with an NIL balance that's to the level of Purdue and Minnesota and teams like that. Like, there's no way I believe that that's the case. No chance. Ryan Day is the Columbus version of Lincoln and Norman. Yeah, we brought that up a few times. Born on third base out there in uh, in Columbus, just like Lincoln was. And much like Lincoln, his ceiling is going to be the college football playoff semifinal in non-COVID years. Yeah. All right, so uh, before we all go to sleep tonight, going to hear some news? I hope so, man. I hope so. I think we all hope so. Because if that happens, you'll be walking into work tomorrow, OU having a top three class. And it will solidify that this is be well, this would well, be OU's okay. best think, rank recruiting class in God how long? Well, I think you're assuming the news is going to be of that particular ilk. Ah, uh, yeah. Which it may not be, at least not initially. So if not, I'll only have to wait five more days for it. Yeah, exactly. This whole thing is wrapping up sooner or later. For better or for worse, one way or another, it's almost freaking over. Thank uh, the Lord for that. I guess this is breaking. Uh, OSU starting corner Jabbar Muhammad has now entered into the transfer portal. Man, Jace, Oklahoma State just getting hammered by the uh, transfer portal this offseason. We'll talk more about that coming up on The Rush. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans.